0: Bruce Johnson, President and Founder of BizScalers and the BizScalers Club, and today I want to talk to you about why you need to scale your business, or why do you need to build a scalable version of your business. Now, if you've been watching or reading anything in the business literature over the last couple of years, you've probably seen the word or phrase "scale" or "scale up" a lot. You have books on scaling lean, on scaling up, or really fast blitz scaling. You have articles on Inc. and Entrepreneur Magazine about how to scale your business. And then you've got webinars and other seminars all on you know six keys to scaling your business, how to scale your business faster, et cetera. And so chances are, as you've been reading that, you've probably been wondering, you know, do I need to scale it? And maybe even more importantly, why would I ever even need to scale my business? And so in order to answer that question, I want to go back to how you and I might define the word business and I think for a lot of people when they start their business as a business owner slash entrepreneur they usually start it because they want to make some money right there's nothing wrong with making money by the way so they start out with them maybe they have a passion for doing something or maybe they have an education in something and they want to make some money so they go out and they start something if they have some education. Let's say they went to law school or they went to B school and they got an accounting degree. So they're going to start an accountancy or law firm. Or maybe they learned how to program, so they start a company that programs. Or maybe they learned web design, so they start a web design company. Or maybe they were in marketing and they start a marketing company. Or uh, they you know, used to fix cars and now they have a repair shop. So basically, someone says, I want to make some more money I'm going to start this thing that will allow me to make some more money. And when they hire, they usually hire just a handful of people if they do hire some people. And usually they're there to serve them. So it's all about them trying to make some money. Again, nothing wrong with that, but I would not call that a business. I'd call that an incorporated career. So legally, they're incorporated, but it's really about them, their career, and how can I make some money doing the thing I want to do. I would not call that a business. I would suggest that a real business is an entity separate from that individual. So it's not about you. It's about this entity. And this entity exists outside of you for a purpose, and that is to solve a problem that a group of people have and to do so at a positive value exchange. So let's go back through that. It's an entity that exists outside of you, and it exists not to be able to make you money, but it exists to solve problems that a group of people have and that that group of people actually want to solve. And if you can come up with a solution in this entity that can solve that problem better, faster, cheaper, more effectively, more efficiently, with more or better ROI, with more predictability, et cetera, then you create that solution. Those people will want to buy that solution to solve the problem that they have. And they're going to do that at a positive value exchange. On the customer's perspective, that means that they believe that they're going to get more value from your solution whether it's a product or service, then they're going to exchange for it. In other words, everyone wants a deal. They want to perceive that they got the better side of that. At the same time, it needs to be a positive value exchange for you, meaning that the amount of value that they give you for your solution is higher than your expenses, which means you obviously get profit. Again, if it's not profitable, then you're not going to be around very long. So a business is an entity that exists to solve a problem for a group of people that want to solve a problem. And they solve that better, faster, cheaper, more effectively, more efficiently, higher ROI, et cetera, for that group of people in a positive value exchange for both parties. Those are two completely different things. This one over here, the second one, is something that should be scaled. And, it, and the reason why I believe that is I think if you can solve a problem for a group of people, then I would argue that you have a moral obligation to solve that problem for more people. Because if you can help people and they're not being helped by someone else, like morally, you should help them. The reason why all of us exist on planet Earth is to serve other people. So if you've got a solution that can help people solve a problem they want to solve and you can do so better, faster, cheaper, etc., cetera, than they can on their own, then morally you ought to be able to do that. Now the cool part about this is not only are you fulfilling your purpose for being here on planet Earth and helping more people solve a problem that they want, but you're also going to need to hire some more people. And when you hire more people, then you're going to be providing for them and if they have a family for their families. And so you're putting a roof over their head, you're putting food on the table, you're allowing them to be able to spend money to, to enjoy life, et cetera. And when all of that happens, plus your contribution, you're gonna be spending more money in your community, which means other businesses are gonna be able to exist and those companies are gonna be able to hire more employees, et cetera. And on top of all that, then you're gonna get the tax revenue from all of those uh, revenues and those tax revenues are going to allow you to build better schools, have better infrastructure and better roads. It's going to allow you to uh, be able to pay for police officers and firefighters and recreation and all those other things are going to happen because you built a scalable version of your business that not only takes care of you and your employees, but also for your community. And that means that it's going to be more stable. It's the backbone of democracy. Uh, housing prices are going to stay up. People are going to enjoy uh, living there for a long span of time. I mean, all of that happens because you built a scalable version. Like, everybody's counting on you building a scalable version of your company. And in addition to all of that, if that weren't enough, guess what? It works out pretty well for you, too. Because if you build a scalable version of your business, guess what? You get a life because no longer are you at the center. You don't have to be there all the time. In addition to that, you're going to build an asset that's actually more valuable. So if you have an incorporated career, very few people are going to want to pay any amount of money for an incorporated career. But if you have a business that is scaled up, people are going to want to pay a lot of money for that. So you have a more valuable asset. In addition to that, if your company is growing and you're not only helping 10 or 20 or 50 uh, people over here, but now you're helping hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or even millions of people, uh, guess what? You get a small percentage of every dollar that comes in, which means you're also making more money. So any way you add it up, building a scalable version of your business is exactly what you should do. Um, It is and I would argue morally, a good thing for you to do, but it fulfills your purpose, it allows you to help more people, allows you to employ more people, those tax revenues and dollars uh, take care of your community, the revenues keep more businesses engaged and involved in your community, you end up getting a life, you end up making more money, you end up building a more valuable asset, everybody wins. So that's why, when you look at option A, an incorporated career which you know provides enough money for you and maybe a couple, two or three other people, or five or six other people, that's fine. It's not a bad thing. But compared to what you could have if you built a scalable version of your business, completely different. And that is why you should build a scalable version of your business. Now, if you want to have some more help on this, you ought to check out the Scaling Club at scalingclub.com. The reason why we built BizScalers was specifically to help you solve the problem that you're going to have once you decide you want to build a scalable business, which is, how in the world am I going to do that? right? So we created BizScalers to be the one place you have to go to learn everything you need to be able to grow and scale your business. So if that's interesting, make sure you check out scalingclub.com. So now the question is, do you know why you need to build a scalable version of your business? If you really care about helping people, if you really care about employing more people and providing for them and their families, if you care about your schools and business and fire and police officers, uh, you know, if you care about democracy, all those things should be pretty good arguments. And guess what? It also works out for you. You have a more valuable asset you end up making more money, you end up having more of a life, and you're more thrilled with the business that you created. So those are all good reasons why you ought to be able to do that. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, hey, but Bruce, I mean, I'm, I'm already overwhelmed. If I build a scalable version, won't I be overwhelmed? Only if you think that your business that you have now is the business you need to have in the future. A scalable version of your business doesn't have you at the center where you're doing all the work. A scalable version of your business is a systematized business. We talk about this in Scaling Club a lot, which means that you're no longer at the center. You're building a business that can operate without you. Uh, in addition, it's designed and built to grow fast. It can handle that growth well, and it can deliver a consistent, predictable result to its customers, regardless of who's delivering the product or service. When you build that kind of scalable business, it's not a stressor for you. It operates apart from you being there at the center. So you actually have more of a life if you build that scalable version of that business. That's why it's worth Spending the time and effort and energy into building a scalable version of your business. So, if you really enjoyed today, I hope you did. I encourage you to pass this along to some other business owners and entrepreneurs you might know. If you haven't subscribed yet, either to, um, a, if you're watching this on YouTube or on a podcast, subscribe there. If you're on Facebook, make sure you hit the like button. Uh, put some comments, love to respond and interact with you as well. And uh, make sure that you pay attention uh, because we're going to be back here week after week. And again, if you need to check out Scaling Club, go to scalingclub.com. Love to help you at a deeper level. So until next week, to your accelerated success, Bruce out.